It is the Supercoach Professionals podcast for another week. I am your host, Paul Grzetka, or Paulie G, and with me this week, Peter Hanscom. How are you, mate? Yeah, great. Thanks, Paul. How are you, mate? Good. Enjoyed yesterday's uh, big win, West Tigers. I went out there to the to the game, and uh, not we're not quite on top of the ladder like your team is, but still feeling pretty good uh, at the moment, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, both of us having a pretty good season so far. Let's hope it continues, eh? Yeah, but the Tigers, have, it's been a tremendous effort by them. I listened to the game yesterday as well, and they're, they're doing really well. Not, not many big stars, but just working hard for each other. Yeah, it's a bit of a topsy-turvy ladder to what maybe people expected at the moment, but those teams like Dragons, Warriors, Panthers and Tigers, that's, that's the key ingredient is just how hard they're working to get the Ws and some of the other clubs, you know, Team, the team that West played on the on the weekend not doing uh, that at all, and I think it was shine. Uh, there was a, a light shone on it um, when Thompson scored that runaway try. Five players were bludgeoning on the on the blind, and the Tigers went the open mm-hmm. in their own half and ran away with a long distance try. So anyway, we're here to talk Super Coach, and it's all relevant really because some of these guys that we thought would do well, big names. Not the case so far. We're going to go a little bit in depth to that in a moment, but we'll start with the injuries as we always do. Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care bringing us the injury news. Really just the one big injury at the moment. Tom Trebrovic with the medial ankle sprain, likely to miss two weeks. Um, He came off late with a rolled right ankle. He's had ankle problems in the past, so... You know, he probably he's probably more worried about what it could have been than what it was. But still, um, Pat saying it look it looks like a mild strain, and on the medial side, which is usually pretty sore but okay to play on, and he he reckons probably one to two weeks sounds about right. Tabrovic has been named in the 21 as an outside chance he'll play, um, although. We did hear this afternoon Dale Finucane out um, for this game. Could be out for a few weeks or about a month as well. So I should add that uh, to the list. And um, some of the guys we just got to basically say, you know, we feel for Curtis Siren and ACL out for the year. Tautai Moga, ACL injury out for the year. Kelopi Tanganoa, MCL and ACL ruptures to his knee out for the season. And Jordan McLean, 12 weeks with a foot injury, probably not. Got any of those guys in your super gauge team, but obviously they're big blows for the player and for the clubs that they play for. And Pete, just adding some um, news we we got tonight. We record this show on a Tuesday night, of course. Sam Burgess suspended for two weeks for that elbow on um, Josh Morris. So another super coach blow this time through suspension. Yeah, that is a that is a bit of, bit more of a blow than the others that you mentioned, and. Uh... Yeah, Sammy might consider himself a little bit unlucky, but it's, as we've said before on the show, it's not only just the, the impacts he has, like if you've got him, but also the impact it can potentially have on other members of the of the team as well. You know, the, someone like a, an Alex Johnston might be a little bit more dependent on, uh, I'd rather have a Sam Burgess there than not, and yeah. yeah. Reverse that, that, though. Cameron Murray, who looked really good on the weekend, scored that late try to boost his numbers, um, 
I think now he becomes pretty much a must trade in because he's starting to to really rise in price and soon enough he might be unaffordable. He's going to take those extra minutes that Sam Burgess leaves um, out, I'd imagine. So maybe maybe there's a window there for Cameron Murray this week, bring him in despite the fact his price has risen with that um, good score um, from the Good Friday game. Um, that is the injury report. I had added the suspension or two, but the injury report for um, Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. And don't forget to visit Pat if you live in the Sydney city or eastern suburbs region of Sydney. Um, he's you know great job there. Um, not just uh, sporting injuries, back and neck is his specialty. So get down and, and see him and go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com and you get 20% off your first visit. Well worth doing and well worth getting that discount as well. And of course, Pat will hear from him again next week. But the best for round four, Tommy Trebovich just going bananas. It's a shame, you know, we just mentioned him in the injury report because 158, he killed it. And then you've got um, Pat Patrick Sammy, who just unbelievable, 139 points, and really looking at him with those two big rounds in rounds one and two, and perhaps one that wasn't enough on our radar. Um, some of the other Gold Coast names that you know maybe more uh, likable or well known, and also worrying that some some might return from injury and take his spot. But this week he really went large, and now uh, almost cost prohibitive, but still with the three-round rolling average, could be a, a potential target trade in this week. James Maloney, 113. He's usually not a big super coach scorer, but he comes up with the occasional big ones. Um, he has in the past and did again against the Cowboys on Thursday night. ESAN Masters, we're going to um, this is teasing a bit for the for one of our tweets later on about centre and wingers because ESAN Masters has been incredible. A lot of tackle busts. Um, he's very hard to bring down. Good with the effective offloads as well. 101 for him. Another centre and winger, Nene McDonald, getting amongst another big Dragons win on the weekend. 94. Robbie Rocco. Well, Parramatta's um, edge defence is terrible. So it was predicted to go large. I hope you got on that. If you own the predictor, you should be owning it. If you don't, go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Download that app. You must read that. Rocco, a dead set starter this weekend. Andrew McCulloch, 84. He's fast, looking like the best hooker um, going going around the comp at the moment. Um, Pete, another one we're going to tease. McCulloch v Smith a bit later on. Um, certainly McCulloch winning this round. Ewan Aitken, James Fisher-Harris, what a game he had for Penrith on Thursday night. Corey Thompson, all coming from the same teams, 81. Lisa Naumau, 78. Cam Murray, I mentioned him earlier, 78. And Mason Leno up there as well. Um, the replacement for Sean Johnson, not going to play this week most likely. But, geez, if he ever gets longer, a longer opportunity, he could be a guy looking to bring in as well. Um, Let's move on to the team changes now for next round. Josh Papali, this is a big surprise, Pete, dropped to the reserves uh, for the Raiders with well, Whitehead. Well, now he will play on the edge, I, I assume, with Tapini, uh, Tapane on the left edge and Bateman at lock. Um, so Ricky Stewart, he said he wouldn't swing the axe, but one big name dropped. That is huge uh, in terms of the, the context of that team. He's He's been a mainstay of Queensland teams for a number of years and has played for Australia as well. And, but they were terrible on, on Saturday. Um, they'd given up a lot of points before young Bateman got on there just uh, about 25, 30 minutes in. And, and yeah, he's obviously done something to impress Ricky and 
yeah, Papali has been quiet, so mm. it's a big move, and he's still not playing Blake Austin either, so he's got a lot of money sitting on that bench. Yeah, Whitehead moving to the middle, it just didn't work, and he's been really strong on the right edge the last couple of weeks, mm. so maybe Stuart realising, like, I've got to have my um, these players in playing in position, and Whitehead, when every player's on the right edge, he's super coach relevant. And we see it. We saw it two years ago. We've seen it again earlier this season. So that's interesting. Jo, uh, Junior Paulo, he's actually playing at a higher level right now, despite the fact his team isn't. He's won a starting point, uh, starting a spot over Shannon Boyd, who goes back to the interchange, joining Liam Knight there. Look, Papali's in the 21. Maybe he still ends up playing, but... Um, yeah, one to watch there. The Bulldogs, well, Aidan Tolman's out injured, so Adam Elliott will start. Kerrit Holland on the bench, I guess could be some cover there after what happened last week with Moses Embi going off very early with the HIA and then having to put Josh Jackson in the centres and Souths, where they targeted targeted him in defence and, and it was a difference in the end. So now Holland on the bench allows Dean Pay to have some cover there. Cronulla v the Roosters. Uh, Josh Dugan and Matt Moylan are back, so Val Holmes will move back to the right wing. No Edric Lee, no Trent Hodkinson um, there. Um, the Roosters staying 1-17. to Dragons v Souths. Um, Dragons, well, they've brought back Harmay Selly for Jeremy Lattimore, but look, Lattimore could end up playing there. He has been done, doing that in jumper number 18 for most of the season. Interesting one, Pete, for Souths. Dane Gagai moving to the wing. Um, we saw what he did in Queensland Origin uh, on the wing, and just that positional change there could be an interesting one. And Adam Reynolds back as well um, could open up even more opportunities for Gagai. And in, in a position that we're struggling to find people, maybe he could be someone that, that climbs above the pack. He could well be a very good option. Yes, as you say, he got man of the series in Origin last year, first time ever for a winger. And yet he's outstanding. He's got versatility to play multiple positions. He's quick. Um, you know, it's it's not a bad move from South. Um, it, it is an interesting one also with Reynolds coming back because they've been going all right actually without him. So, but uh, yeah, he's, I think it will open up a few more opportunities. And I think South will get better going forward. Adam Duhay going back to the bench. Braden Burns becomes a reserve. West Tigers are 1-17. to Why would they change anything the way they're going? Um, Melbourne Storm. Well, they've lost Dale Finucane, as we said earlier. And Will Chambers is also out suspended. So young Tonema Pia will take the centre spot. And Kenny Bromwich will um, take the lock spot. Interesting to note, Felice Kafusi has been named in the 21. That would be a big in for Melbourne if he gets um, ends up being past fit to play. Um, there's a double header over there in New Zealand. That's the first game, and the Warriors Cowboys is the second. Sean Johnson back in the starting lineup there. So um, also back in the 17, Sam Lassoni and Simon Mannering. So that, they just get stronger. The unbeaten Warriors, Liggy Sow and Tavita Sate and Mason Lino all make way. They're all in the 21. However, if if they are uh, any of them or all of them are still needed, Jordan McLean, as we said earlier, out for the Cowboys. So Scott Bolton will start and uh, Rod Jensen on the bench. Um, Cade Labert becomes the reserve. The Knights, well, Tauto Moga's out, so Nathan Ross will move in one to left centre. Ken Sia comes in on the wing. Cody Dennis is the new cover in the 21. The Broncos get back Corey Oates. Jonas Pearson goes to the reserve. Two interesting reserves named for the Broncos. Tavita Pangai is um, potentially back. And then a boom prop, the young bloke, Payne Haas, 
um, has been named in the 21. So that will be interesting to watch. Brisbane were pretty woeful against Gold Coast last week. Maybe Wayne Bennett might um, inject some youth into that team and maybe a couple of big names like what Stewart's already done at the Raiders could be on the outer, including Sam Dido. Um, we'll be interested to see how how that plays out, but certainly has, has to be on your watch list. Gold Coast v Manly, um, no changes for the Titans, which means Keegan Hempgrave is only on the 21. Um, certainly a guy we were looking at at the start of the year, but it looks like he's missed his opportunity, suspended twice in a matter of weeks, uh, not helping his cause. And meanwhile, Joe Arrow, the one really stepping it up for the Titans, um, he's, of course, started now and playing big minutes. Manly, Tommy Turbo's out. Look, he has been named in the 21. If he can get on the park uh, against Gold Coast, well, you know how fullbacks go. We saw Matt Dufty a couple of weeks ago um, going large, so could be a great matchup if he could just get on the field. Otherwise, you're looking at Matt Wright at fullback. Could be a daily league option there. Brad Parker will slide to the wing or over to the left on the wing. Um, Dylan Walker's back there for Manly, and they've had to make some changes with Curtis Sirinan and Kalipi Tanganoa out for the season, so Frank Winterstein will get the start on the right edge. And Jack Koshevsky, I think he could be a guy, certainly at least to watch, if not to bring in Pete. I thought he did some good things at Souths. Very, very cheap, and on the interchange at a team that lacks some big men, might get some opportunity and rack up some base points. Yeah, they've got big wraps on this young bloke over at Manly. I don't think Souths particularly wanted to lose him either, so... Um... And they said he's had a big off-season. I saw an interview there a few weeks ago where he got a mention and other talked about his off-season. And, yeah, as you say, with the opportunity now with young Siren and another fella gone as well, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's his opportunity there, that's for sure. Eels v the Panthers, the final game there on Sunday. Paramount have named the same 17, um, but we know that you know the Monday games from the old days of Monday night footy, usually team, coaches is named the same team. So maybe we see some changes there. Kane Evans is into the 21, um, but otherwise the same. Penrith Panthers, well, no need for them to make changes there, 1-17 to 17 after their big win over the Cowboys. Uh, let's look at the best predicted for round five. We mentioned Tommy T earlier. If he's on the park, he's clearly number one. Halves also do well against the Titans, so Daly Cherry Evans is number two. Moses Embi, or the Raiders, have been leaking points. A storm. We saw what Tommy T did from the back last week. Maybe Embi can do something similar. It looks like he's over the, um, the head knock that he suffered last Friday. Um, he was on NRL 360 tonight, seemed um, to be saying everything had been going well. Certainly no side effects or ill effects that were shown on that show. Not that he can get that much out of it, but... Uh, you know, from everything he said as well. Looks pretty good. Um, ben Hunt and Nene McDonald for the Dragons and tip to go well, along with Tim Laffey. So certainly some... Your Dragons players, you're starting with confidence against the Rabbitohs. Souths have given away a bit, supercoach-wise, already this season. Cohen Hess, well, he's playing 80 minutes. Doesn't really matter who he plays. Um, he's a definite gun. He's just going up and up in price as well. Tip to go up another 60000 this week, so perhaps you're trying to sneak him into your lineup if you haven't already. Um, Tyrone Peachy's an interesting one to go up this week. Uh, mainly just they're playing the Eels, but we know with his position, look, he could could do it. That's a massive predicted pro, um, predicted uh, 82 when he's averaging around the 30s. So take take that for what you will, but. We saw some really big ones that were predicted um, just last week. 
and um, they came through. So that's a good one to at least key on. Jake Jabrovich right up there. Pat, Patrick Sammy, he's been going well. He's playing manly outside backs usually do well against Manly. They've got some pretty poor defence out on the on the wings. Um, George Jennings, well, he's a definite watch, maybe even trade-in target this week um, after that big game on Monday. Um, Jack Whiten played well for the Raiders. Um, won the shining light against Manly. He's right up there as well. And then you're looking at guys like Isaiah Yo. If he passes, he's HIA. Andrew McCulloch, um, also right up there um, to do well. Pete, this could be a good time to sort of bring in some of the debates because McCulloch, you've been a fan of him for some time. You said only a couple of weeks ago about not going for name players and really like looking at what happened in years past, really have to focus on what's happening right now. We've seen a lot of changes in interpretation of the way the game's being officiated in 2018, which perhaps is also meaning a quicker changing of, of the guard or different players um, shining, super coach wise stats-wise. At the moment, McCulloch, um, does he now become the number one hooker in the in the game is Cameron Smith still I mean from a super coach perspective I'm talking uh, does Cameron Smith still hold that as, as a goal kicker as a guy that generally has a nice base four um, didn't last Friday um, what do you what do you yeah I mean you're the one said it two weeks ago correctly are <laughs> uh, you sticking to it or do you give guys like Smith and JT and, and a couple of the other these others this weekend to redeem themselves it's hard to keep waiting and waiting and waiting, particularly when you've got, <clears throat> you're not really taking a risk with someone like McCulloch, you know, well, he's over, appears to be now over his, his very large injury he had last year, the ACL, he seems to have come back pretty well. He didn't play the full game in the first round against the Dragons, but has gone very close to that since, and I think he did last week. So I think that... Um, yeah, I, I have to say, I'll I stick with what I said. I think McCulloch is the number one now. I'm not quite sure what's happened there with Smith, why he's he's off the boil a bit at the moment. Um, I think a couple of these swarming defences might have sorted him out, including your Tiger boys a couple of weeks ago. Um, I just didn't give him anything, and he's up against him again this weekend. And you, you couldn't expect him to get a, a high score against the Tigers this week at all. Um, and I think McCulloch is, is more of a style of player. I think I, you've got to... I've got to say McCulloch would be the number one now. Yeah, and, you know, obviously with your lineup, are you panicking getting Smith out this week? Well, maybe if it works out for you, you do have to do that. Um, but you can, if you've got other areas you've got to finesse, then we're not saying you've definitely got to get rid of Smith no matter what. But the reality is, if you're just looking like for like at the moment, McCulloch clearly outweighs outweighs him, he's involved in everything as far as Brisbane are concerned almost like Cronulla a couple of years with Michael Ennis their only chance to succeed this year is to revolve their whole attack, their whole game plan around Andrew McCulloch, he's the one that sort of is like a glue for them and we saw when he came back, he missed round one of course, or came off the bench in round one it didn't really work, and once he was back starting that's when Brisbane have kicked into gear yes that a bad loss against the Gold Coast, but certainly he's the one for mine that if they're going to do anything this year, if they're going to make the eight, he's he's the one that's going to potentially, um, or he will have to lead the way. So it means Supercoach-wise, potentially he could do very well. Um, 
options. A few more we'll, players we'll talk about. Let's just go through just for the app and for the predictor before we get to them, Pete. Highest price rises for round six. Sammy again right up there. Kikau, um, Embai, uh, all the guys that are predicted to do well. Uh, these are guys that we're seeing massive um, changes this year with prices going up and down. So, you know, James Fisher-Harris is another one. You're trying to jump on the back of some of these guys. Jazz Tavaga, he's a guy we really, really like. Now, he only can play hooker, but maybe before he starts to rise a lot. He doesn't, he's not even playing hooker for the Warriors. He's playing in the middle. But he just tackles and tackles and tackles, playing 50-plus minutes. Um, he should hit his base every week around that 50 mark. And at, at that price he is now, well worth to bring in. So if you were looking at saying, well, I, I don't know about McCulloch yet, but I'll just move on from Smith and use that money elsewhere, you could pick up Tavaga. The price drops. Well, this will lead us to more questions, Pete, because right up there, James Tedesco, number one, Jordan Rapana, number five, or Rapana, Jonathan Thurston, number six, Cameron Munster, number eight. The names again. Are you going to be willing to take the four with them and lose a lot of this cash, or do you get out now? Someone like Thurston, has, it's got me intrigued a bit. He's, he's going to be in so many super coach teams, it's not funny. And, and understandably why he's been one of the best players in the comp, um, and you know, especially super coach wise. Um, he's come back from, from a big shoulder injury last year. He doesn't look. I have to say, he doesn't. I hate to knock a champion, and I'm a big fan of Thurston. I really am. Love the way he plays. Um, however, he's like in the game against Penrith the other night. He looked a bit older. He looked a bit slower. And James Fisher Harris hit him. I think tackled him more times than I've seen him tackled in a whole series against New South Wales. It was just incredible to see that how nullified he was by Penrith. Um, They've done their homework on them. The, the Cowboys are just looking a bit slower and a bit more predictable predictable, sorry, than they have in the past. And he's an, a lot of money to have sitting there risking. Um, this game against the Warriors is a, is a huge game for, for the Cowboys this weekend. If, if blokes like he and you know, some of the others there don't really score well, even super catch-wise there, they're, they're going to be gone. They're going to get well beaten by the Warriors, I think. And I I can just say, I think that they're in trouble in that regard. I think that's the first thing. It's hard, hard even to say it, but I, you'd have to contemplate getting getting rid of him for, for other options. There are other options, as you say, like for like. Um, like Whip has just been tearing it to pieces this year. Um, you know, in the halves, and there are yeah. plenty of us out there doing the same thing. It would have been a good trade coming in, and we did say last week, Ryan and I, you had to get would have been there. Look, personally, I, you know, I still was trying to finesse other areas. I couldn't take basically my own advice, certainly the mm. predictor's advice. I'm kicking myself now, absolutely mm. kicking myself. Widdop's gone up again. Look, I'm even thinking about it this week, even though he's so highly priced, getting him in there because at the moment. The way that comp is, and if you can pass, if you listened to Pete two weeks ago and made some, pulled the trigger on some of these guys, um, the way the Supercoach comp is, you could really be right at the top because a lot of uh, a lot of good players, good Supercoaches, are scoring below par at the moment and it's creating a very topsy-turvy comp. Even average scores, or on the surface average scores, are putting you in the top 
you know, five, ten percent. Um, so imagine pulling the trigger on a couple of big ones and making it work and the predictor does that you have to get the predictor if you don't already have the app it's on there and it's so critical because it just gives so much brilliant information and the dominators there as well if you want to look longer term just the positions looking at which positions will do well over a period and then obviously the predictor not only uh, this round but next round as well you can look at those two round price rises um, just Take your time with it. Look at the different areas. Certainly the, tr the price rises, price falls, two-round price rises. They're great when you're looking at which guys you want to bring in or bring out. And then when it gets to game day, you're looking at the, the best. And, and basically, your top 17 should come for the for what they're saying the, the top is. Guys like Robbie Rocco and, and Jaira were in my top 17 for the, as far as the predictor was concerned. I didn't have them in my 17, did, did I? <laughs> <laughs> even though the predictor said to. So even I have, once again, and I know, Pete, you, Ryan, Andrew, and I've always said the predictor you know, has, has proved us to be more of wrong over and over over the years, and here it is happening again. Just got to have that. And the app there, you can download it, Apple or Google. Go to www.supercoachpros.com. It's not all you get because you get, the, like I said, the dominator. You get all the blogs, the recaps, the previews, the Moneyball stuff, which is so critical. We've got Moneyball predictors specially um, designed for Moneyball players. Um, that's a great tool, you know, as well. This very podcast, download it straight to your app after it's uh, put posted online. And, you know, just plug it in, plug it into your car or get your headphones in and listen to it straight away and if you don't have Twitter or Facebook you can still see what, what we're tweeting out and what we're posting on Facebook through the app you don't even have to have a login uh, for them so no brainer get the app www.supercoachpros.com follow the links um, let's get to these tweets because we've got a host of them Pete we'll start with Lauren what trades do you think I should do this week she's got um, Smith and Havili in the hooking department Sam Burgess Matt Lodge, Ville Kikau, Liggy Sow as the front rowers, second rowers, Turbo, Tal Malolo, Guerra Arrow, Cardi Leilua, halfback, JT and Croker, 5'8", SJ and Hastings, centre and winger, Croker, Kenna, Mansour, Hiku, Asako, Lomax, Katoa, fullback, Teddy and Tommy Turbo. She's got a pretty decent side, hasn't she? Um, there's not too much wrong with the squad yet, but one of the disappointments there has been probably Bryce Cartwright, I'd say. I think that there's probably some better options out there at the moment. That is one where I would start looking pretty closely at that team. Otherwise, uh, you know, it looks very strong, like we said about Smith and so on, and just in the last five minutes. But to put that aside, I think I'd be looking at, at Cartwright as probably the most obvious one there, I would suggest, is, is not really... Um, doing his thing at the moment. It, it might be a good week just to try to save some money. So you're moving on from Cardi as he's starting to lose uh, bleed cash. But you also maybe, you know, these centre and wingers, Kenner's out again, injured. Mansour hasn't been the best. Maybe, you know, ideally you'd want to... You, you wouldn't want to get rid of Mansour just, just now because you probably need him to boast to your four. But maybe you do. Maybe you go Croker, Hiku... Asako, and you bring in a guy like either Sammy, Charles Crichton, um, Christian Crichton, sorry, um, or even the George Jennings, the Parramatta um, winger, who's cheap as, knowing, well, you're going to have to spot start him this week, but now you've got a heap of cash, and you can get rid of Cartwright and bring in a, a gun. 
um, or close gun in that position. Um, the other area is, is the Lachlan Croker situation. That's not going too well. So your Cardi Croker to get rid of and just again try to find a couple of cheaper guys in there. I know we spoke about potentially we'd heard during the week that Hastings might be starting ahead of Croker. It didn't happen that way. Hastings dudded out this week but maybe he still gets another shot at it. He's obviously in, in your team as your cheapie to get Jaira when you got Jaira in to, to afford Jaira which worked out because he had a whale of a game. Robbie Rocco is the other guy um, who's quite affordable. Um, maybe if you can swing something there around Cartwright and one of your other mid-price Liggy Sale looks like he's sort of capped out. Now he's not even in the 17. So maybe you're looking at something there around Robbie Rocco. If possible, it might be too late. Uh, Jono asks, name me your four best centre wingers. Best of luck, because I can't find any. <laughs> LOL. Pete, we, uh, we really mind it prior to doing this show. In fact, we're going a bit late because we had to really really work hard to figure this one out um, you and Aitken's been good so far this year mm-hmm. Tim Laffine and McDonald stepping it up maybe they're a little bit more value at the moment for the Dragons and then the Tigers pairing of Thompson and Masters look pretty solid right now because both of them just push off like Tedesco used to do mm-hmm. for the Tigers they push off players and that's two points every little push off is two, 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 and they do it a lot and they take a lot of Balls back in second, third tackle while while um, they're waiting for their fours to get back. They take a lot of hit-ups, so they're really racking them up. And then when they get involved in tries and tries, this like what happened against the Eels, that's when you can start getting three figures. And this is where you have to start looking at players outside reputations. Um, someone like Masters made his first grade debut late last year and looked impressive straight away. That's right. Um, and yeah, he's going well, super coach. Well, he's got a um, he's got an average at the moment of mid-60s. He's got a high score of 101 from the other day. Um, he's playing 80, of course, being, a, being an outside back. And, <clears throat> yeah, I think he's he's one of the best picks as a centre, centre winger for sure. Alex Johnston, I think his game two weeks ago was in the 90s, so it's a high rolling average that might drop off. So maybe this isn't the best week to bring him in, but certainly any time you can get a full-back that's playing in... in uh, it can play as a centre ringer for supercoach-wise, he'd be another one to look at, along with who we mentioned earlier, Gagai, if you're taking a punt, him moving to the wing could up his, up his average. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we all know how much more... how many more points the wingers can, can really get than centres. That's the thing, and if you can get these... Versatile players like Gagai, and particularly moving to the wing, I think he's he's going to be scoring a few more points. And as I said with Reynolds, as we said earlier in the show, with Reynolds back into, I think that could uh, potentially help his score. Um, Latrell Mitchell, if you already own him, I think he's a guy. Whenever he gets involved, he's been playing at a pretty high level. Don't mind holding on to him. Um, certainly, some of these other guys, um, not so great. Richard Kenny, you've got to hold on to. I think he's been really really good and Peter Hiku as well with Sean Johnson coming back that should he should bounce back next week um, they're probably your main guys at the moment John O you're right there's not a lot um, we're scraping the barrel maybe you're looking at, at cheapies um, just trying to keep churning over that that money Crichton's going to bump next week maybe you just bring him in get the money and you know, get your points elsewhere 
Travis asks, what are some cheapies to trade in for the likes of Cart, Rong and Nichols? Looking at Jensen, Goshevsky, Paseka, Lasik. Lane's a bit too expensive. Well, Pete, we just talked about Goshevsky. Um, those other guys, though, don't really appeal to me. Um, this is a tough one in these forward positions. We're not seeing a lot of guys putting their, their hand up uh, as out-and-out no, cheapies. No. Uh, absolutely, the yeah, the whole cheapy thing. We we concentrated a lot on it, particularly I think last year with Elder Spot some really good ones, and it's some that you know really uh, really kicked on, but not so much yet this year. However, yeah, I think you're right with um, Gusevsky. I think he's correct. He's correct pronunciation, isn't it? Um, I think he's probably the best one there. Um, yeah, Nichols for for South hasn't really hasn't really set the world on fire yet. So um, yeah, I think. Uh, I think in those areas with centre and winger, you know, you're probably saving cash there. I think in, the, in these areas, you're looking to um, to have some of the bigger names, um, or if name might be the wrong word, but you know, the players uh-huh. that are really um, putting together back-to-back good performances, the second rowers and props. I think they're easier to find right now. Um, he does also ask to get rid of Cart Useless. <laughs> My two choices are Hampton or Marshall King, or do I set, sit? Look, I mean, JMK might bump a little. He was, you know, two weeks ago we were quite excited um, after that game, and then last week it didn't happen for him. Um, you know, is, is it still going to be Hastings? Do you wait? Do you get Mason Lino and you just hope he might get a couple more games, you know? Um, Cartwright is is pretty much at sell at the moment. It's going to be hard just to hold on to him and watch him potentially really just dud out. So if you can make a move, do it. But, yeah, not sure um, either Hampton or Marshall King are the way to go there. Um, Sturt Hodgson asks, Hi, guys, I was after... Some options for Manu in centre and wingers. Was thinking of downgrading Sergis and upgrading Manu or Croker, the 5'8". Look, I'll probably Sergis out for two weeks. i probably still hold him at this point as he's been one of the better um, name players. I think that's, that's a tough sell right now, just for two weeks out, um, to lose a, a, a keeper that's a genuine keeper. Um, where some of these other guys are now questionable keepers that we usually rely on. Um, I think, again, you've just got to go back to the predictor. You've got to look at a lot of these guys, like McDonald, Corey Thompson, Sammy. You know, there there are centre are wingers that are, that are doing things. They're just guys that we you know, don't really trust at this point. But, you know, if you can bring one of them in and take the money. I mean, Sammy's going to pop again. He's popped already, but he will pop again next week. So, you know, potentially you could look at that. Yes, Croker's a sell at this point. Um, so he's another guy you're trying to move on from, whether, you again, you go cheap or whether you can save money elsewhere. And, and you know, Manu, maybe you get a cheapie and then you can afford a decent 5 eighths. It could be a way to go. Um, Boo Boo Bear... Asks trades this week. He's got Smith and Cook at hooker, Alvaro SASE Lodge and Sao in the props, Jake 
Trevorovic, Tamalolo, Brown, Sergis, Kikau, Rocco in the second row. Pretty decent second row. Mm. DCE and JT in the halves. Croker and Cardi, the 5'8s, don't look as good. <laughs> Looks like my 5'8 pairing. Centre and winger, Peter Hiku, Jason Manu, Jermaine, Osako, Richard Kenner, Sion, Katawa, uh, Lomax Crichton, and fullbacks Tommy T and Kalen Ponga. Pete, um, again, much like our last uh, guy, Hodgson, um, Sturt Hodgson, he's maybe looking at similar guys. Croker, Cardi, and Manu. Um, and Ligue Sao, I guess the other one not being named this week. Yeah, pretty much, I think. Yeah. Particularly Cartwright, I was just looking back at his numbers again, and yeah, very unimpressive. Um, so yeah, he's he's the, definitely the must-sell, and, yeah, and the other fellows that you mentioned there as well, I think. He's got, a, as you said, quite a strong back row, and he's got young Ponger in the fullback there with Tom Chaboyevich. It's not a bad combo. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I think it's the, it's the four that you mentioned in particular, Mr Cartwright. It'd be great if you could uh, switch Smith and get Widdop, Smith and Cardi for Widdop, but I don't think you could have the have the money for that one. That would be something that would be interesting to have a go. But we do expect Smith to bounce back at some stage this week. But, geez, Pete, I don't know. It, there are some question marks. I mean, yeah, Smith out, Cameron Smith out. How long do you wait? That's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's something I never you'd you'd never think that you'd really discuss on Supercoach, but yeah, he's it's just not happening for him at the moment. Yeah, and that's the question of trying to get with a bin your lineup because after that you're saying, well, he's got DC, which is good, but he's five eight's a big big problem. Got to get someone in there that's going to rack up at least a fifty because at the moment Croker and Cartwright, well, they're they could score oh, in, in the single figures, and and you've got to play one of them, you know. So that's exactly what Cartwright did last week. Yeah, so it's a big, big issue. That's that's the area. And again, I hope you've got the app because look at that. Look at the guys that are due to go up over those next couple of weeks because they're the guys uh, to bring in for sure. Uh, one guy we're not suggesting in that position, the one the Dom C seventy three asked for. Would you trade in Moses now? He's so cheap. Oh well, I wouldn't. Pete, no, <laughs> no, it's just not working out there for the for Parramatta and their halves. And yeah, he, he he went gangbusters when he went to Parramatta last year, but yeah, and something's just not quite right there this year. And it's just yeah, and it could be a brave, it could be a brave move. Obviously, it would be a brave move, but it could be a good bold move that could work for you. Because I will say one thing: sometimes, and the way they came back in the last twenty suggests to me that maybe they've hit the bottom and they're now coming back mm. up. And, if, and as I said at the start of the year with Parramatta, someone's got to get their super coach points because they're a team that has points in them, as we saw again in the last 20 against West. They started to look quite dynamic. Um, look, my initial thing was no, 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 no. But now that we've gone through this show and talked about how much and, and how little there is out there, um, that's... <laughs> oh. I thought it was a trick question at first. No way, but three thirty-two thousand, Pete. That is really, really that cheap. Dual position. Yeah. And if you're yeah, going to get someone in there, you're, you're rolling the dice, and you're saying, as soon as this week, Parramatta Moses could get a hundred this very week. But the problem is his floor is so low. You've got to be prepared to take a seven or a ten or whatever. But maybe Cartwright two seventy-seven, upgrade to Moses three three two. 
you're probably quite a bit happier. You've only got to say fifty grand. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds much more doable, actually, doesn't it, when you frame it like that? Yeah. Oh, um, it's something to, to think about. To predict a predictive for Moses this week. Well, certainly he's not in the, in the top echelon, so that's mm. the problem. <laughs> so, I mean, you look at what he's been doing, 35, 6, 11, 35. So the predictor going off those scores is saying things like 18, 25, 16, because it's going to look off those. But we know what he did last year. We know he's got the potential to do better. So you, you do have to look at it more than than that. But certainly at the moment, the predictor's saying, no, stay away. Um, the Panthers, well, JT was shut down. So will Moses, you know, can he do something that JT didn't? That's the question. We'll finish on a mm-hmm. high. Uh, it, it hasn't been an easy month, I tell you, super coach wise. But somehow, some way, the SC Pros All Star in 23rd place, place um, Greg G at Garner G1976, uh, tweeting that out. Let's keep up the good work, everyone, and let's see if we can beat top 10 soon. I like it. Um, Greg, I like the confidence. I hope I'm not weighing you guys down. One thing that I won't be doing this week, like I did last week, will be ignoring the predictor. I will be punching in the top 17 and the top captain choice, which was Corey, Corey Thompson, although he moved to the wing from fullback. Um, but it would have been a, a decent choice. Luckily, I had Jake T. For those of you that Tommy T, very well done. Uh, that's it for the podcast for the end of round four going into round five of the Supercoach Professionals. Pete, thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Paul. We'll talk to you probably in a couple of weeks, I'd imagine. Um, yep. I hope your team keeps up the, the good work. <laughs> thank you, so do I. And of course, I'm Pulley G. Paul Grisadka. Uh, be back with you again next week. That is all for now. Make sure you download that app if you don't already have it if you do have it give us a review and let us know what you think about it um, which just boosts us up as well www.supercoachpros.com you can find all of that and we will speak to you again next uh, next week bye for now